Hello and welcome to another episode of Lion City Rock. The well, oh, I almost said only, but now we're not. So the first, <laughs> the first podcast, the first, <laughs> the first podcast about Singapore's pop music scene. Um, you know, talking about all the things that you never knew you needed to know until now. <laughs> um, yeah, so so um, we're going to be talking to a very special group of guys. Um, how do you first find out about this this uh, this band, Kevin? Well, actually, I I've known Eugene from the Roses. Oh, this previous band that he had. So I think that was how I kind of got linked into uh, the band. And Mm. once I heard the music, I knew this was a band I was gonna like. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah, okay, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So I I I I I had I hadn't heard of them until you mentioned them uh, to me, Kev. Then I started like. Flowing through everything that's possible that's currently out there in the in the interwebs, the internet, and all that. Um, yeah, but uh, these guys, I mean, I like, I like, I like the sound. I like what they've been doing over the past few years. Yeah, five years. and uh, five years. Yeah, yeah, about that. Yeah. So, and, and yeah, which is why we wanted to get them on the show because I think these these guys are one of uh, you know the hot. What, they used to call this. Okay, back in the day when Kevin and I were in bands and we were doing stuff like that, they used to always say the hot new sound, you know, and stuff like or a hot, a hot new something, you know, like like hot new artist or hot new singer. So uh, these guys, I I think uh, they they are like the hot new sound of <laughs> of Singapore. Um, yep. But let's 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 get on with it. You, you don't want to hear us yakking all the time. So let's hear from the guys who call themselves Bakers in Space. Yay! Hey. Hello. Hello. Hi, so who do we have here today? Can you introduce yourselves, please? Uh, I'm Eugene. I am the singer and I play guitar. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's me, is it? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm Ernest. Uh, I also play guitar and I do some backup vocals as well. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm Hafi. I play the bass. And last but not least. Hello, morning. Uh, my name is Hakim. Uh, I play drums for the band. Okay, great. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> nice to see you guys, man. Um, yeah, so, you know, we always like to do this. We always like to ask bands and all that. Uh, what made you guys decide to get together and, and, and form a band? And, and why do you guys get into music in the first place? Uh, I think we grew up in an era where the singer-songwriter thing was not really, like, very in yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like growing up, you know, babies was a big thing, so we watched like a lot of local bands. Not many like single, like single songwriters. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, like bands like uh, West Grand Boulevard, a okay. Yeah. And, you know, we grew up watching them. So I think uh, when we formed this band in Poly, uh, you know, some CCA thing. <laughs> it, it just felt more uh interesting to do to a band. Which which body? My shout out lah. Which body? The Masik body. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> Back then, uh, Ernest wasn't in the band yet. We had a female bassist, and Hafi was actually playing guitar. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what what happened? What <laughs> what happened before? Uh, oh, it's it's because she was um. Shout out to Jia Mei. Uh. She's our she designs like she designed most of our first EP's uh, artwork and, and merchandise. 
and then um because she's a year younger than us so i think when we graduated she was quite busy with school so mm. by that time we were like oh no ami's going to come in soon <laughs> we better uh, yeah we, we should find a, a replacement for her hafi said he wanted to play bass and then uh, i knew ernest since we were in secondary school he was in singapore poly at the time so i said like hey ernest you want to you want to play guitar no, for this band and that's where it started lah so you know what what was that like i mean like you know the do you guys remember the first time bakers in space got together i think for 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 me uh before i joined the band uh i <clears throat> i went to several of their gigs uh mm. and they were playing uh, a lot of covers mm. primarily like arctic monkeys yeah so uh i knew because i i i had my own like funnily enough i had my own like arctic monkeys thing going on in sp also so i'm like oh cool <laughs> like get, getting to hear the songs from another cover band is, is cool so i went to the some of their gigs uh usually it's in tp lah uh, i remember there was one at skate i remember there was this skate uh series going on just outside mm. the the cine entrance like there was a stage right there right oh, yeah. yes yes yep, yes yep, yes yep, right yes yes yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> felt like forever ago right yeah 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 is the one where kids was doing a circle pit right yeah we had a <laughs> time and last time <laughs> yeah so 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 that's why that's where i remember uh watching uh the first uh, lineup of bakers performing at mm. and uh after we after after i i kind of joined the band and uh actually there was this weird transition if you guys remember like um hafi was away in uh uh for a long trip i think it was to mecca right yes. yeah so and then i i i had one gig that I played with jamie uh the the old member of the band and we played a slew of covers at the sgii rock night that was like my first gig with Bakers, this uh just covers like right. like the Strokes and Arctic Monkeys all the way. <laughs> There might be a YouTube video somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember we we did we open the gig with, or did we like start a song with like the Pokemon theme song? I can't oh, remember. Oh, that's the gig. Yeah, it was wild. I love that gig, man. Like. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ernest and Jamie told told me that like we will sing all the kiddie parts for you, <laughs> and then when when it came to the actual show, they just didn't do it. We were too, we were just too overwhelmed. <laughs> so so just to give some context, what year is this? Twenty fourteen. Yes, okay, I think I think it's like, before year. we started writing original music. Yeah. Okay, so how did the name come about? Bakers in space. Bakers in space started. As so, primarily we started as a Arctic Monkeys cover band. Right. At the time, I was in TP doing a culinary management diploma. Okay. And then you know, of course, at the time, other indie bands that were like on the rise together with Arctic Monkeys was, um, I think, like Foles, Tame Impala, um. What other spacey bands out there? So we, I was like, wow, this music very spacey. So temple, okay, like, uh, temples, temples. That's right, that's right. Yeah, and then yeah, we were like, okay, let's let's try and match what I'm doing now and uh, match it with my aspirations. Like 
playing space. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I think Hakim and I were the, were the one to, who actually locked down the, the name of the band before uh, getting in Jiamei and Hafi. La. And then we just oh. stuck with the name all the way. Okay, okay. So it's nothing to do with like, you know, culinary cuisine out in space. Yeah. No, but I, I think I think Leonard to save like tag us in a post about an article that uh astronauts can now bring yeah. the to space. <laughs> and that was wow like, that was very random also because like you know Leonard and his random articles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but interesting uh, now now we have a context. We can talk about that every time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, so so you guys did this first gig uh, as a five five piece, right? Because Jamie was still four piece, right? uh, okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so like you know, was was what what about the other guys? You know, was it? How do you find like Hafi? You you went from guitar to bass. Um, you know, what was that like? You know, because now you have to, you have to actually like, um, I guess the rhythm. You you become part of the rhythm section with uh, with Hakim, right? Yeah. So it was quite interesting actually transitioning from guitars to bass because I grew up listening to a lot of uh, progressive metal where the bass lines carries the whole song. Yeah. So I, I was I was trying to be that guy in the indie band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay. I I think it's 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 interesting and hard at the same time. And I think the rest of the band kind of want to inst- uh want to go with it so mm. we kind of stick with it okay okay how about for yourself Hakim like you know you're the guy that has to keep the beat for the whole for the band no matter who's in front of you right <laughs> so yeah it was, I mean like what's it like coming in to this this current uh, uh formation of uh Bakers in Space I mean uh back then I my the my music background mostly are all those very straightforward like I, I was very into like all those metal and punk rock stuff. So when we joined, when I joined TP and then we start this Arctic Monkeys band, it's quite a new, I mean Arctic Monkeys cover band, then it's quite a new thing to me. So I was like, hey, this kind of genre is quite not bad. Uh, and back then I, I don't even play with uh, click, you see. So uh, my tempo is always off and on, you know, and I always frustrate the guys. So uh, it was a new experience. For me to like uh, play something out of my comfort zone and then play with a click and then uh, it, 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 to, totally totally is a whole new thing to me lah. So I find it fun. Then after that, I, then I start to like Arctic Monkeys and all this indie stuff more. And then uh, with Eugene, I said, like, hey, I think I think we can like take this after we graduated. I feel like hey, we can take this like further lah. We Initially, because we just thought that we thought that it's gonna be just a poly band, and then once we get to it, and then we just gonna separate ways. That's why we never even give that much thought to the band. It's like, oh, we, uh, let's call it because it's been oh, okay, lor, because it's been lor. But then after that, it stick to us. It stick to us, and then once we get to it, and then then Eugene start craft, uh, uh, t- uh, starting to like take out more new songs, and then we just like, hey, I think we can like go further with this lah after we get to it. So 
that's about it lah. And then with Hafi joining us as a uh, base, and then because before we have this, uh, because in space, uh, because in space, I have another side band with Hafi where he is the guitarist and I play the drums. And we were in our comfort zone lah. We playing all the punk and metal stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> when Hafi said that, hey, I want to be, uh, I want to be, uh, I want to play the bass, and then. So it just feels very natural lah for the two of us to like lock down all these uh, rhythm parts together and stuff. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, like at this at this point in time, um, you guys are still doing covers, I think one case and stuff like. That. So, how did or when did you decide? You know, maybe we should try doing some of our own material. Um, I think number one is uh, we we wanted to play more shows, um, but there's also. Like it was, it was very hard to find shows where by you can just play covers. So of course we did the the show that was at out, outside Sydney Leisure, where we still could play covers. And I think also one of our first goals was like, okay, we want to play in somewhere that's not playing covers, or the only way we could do it is to write our own music. I think that was around just before we enlisted. Yeah, there was like a like a period of time, I think like, I don't know how many months before we we went to the army, we were like, okay, we, we should write a few songs and then try and record all of this before we ORD or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, I think uh, Fools and Liars, we wrote that in my bedroom uh, in my previous house. I remember very correctly, we didn't even have a electronic drum set. Hakim was hitting pillows with drumsticks. <laughs> okay. And I I think like just before they arrived to my house, I was like fiddling with the guitar and then I was like, oh, okay, there's this cool riff. Like sounds like some uh, superhero um opening theme song. Uh. Maybe I'll just show it to them. <laughs> and then and then we wrote the, the full song in like in that day, uh, two hours, I think. Wow, really? That was that was the only song that we wrote in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Every other song has taken super long to really write. Uh. Okay. But yeah, and, and and strangely enough, this this song became like our most I guess listen song. Most people know us for this song. He's calling for the night to start out faster Like the buses to drive off line, yeah Have them come on down These fools just wanna be fooling around And lately, she wants to be a lady Her thoughts are going crazy The lights go out, what stress are you going on? Stressing about I think, I think what, what, what's interesting is also um, You mentioned that you guys So you guys were still together as a uh, getting together while you guys were in NS or something. That's why bands who form in, when they're in school or something, once they go into NS, they come out and then the band, <laughs> the band is gone or, you know, it's gone into, you know, they, they do their, they want to do different things really. So, so they form different bands or whatever, but you guys managed to still get together uh, or stay together throughout the whole thing. I mean, what, what was that like though? Was it, was it difficult to do that? I mean, were you guys all in the same kind of, uh, vocation or how did you guys continue? I think it's only for three of the members of this band that were really going through NS around the same time because mm. uh, Hakim finished his NS uh, earlier than us uh, so he he was already uh, 
How are you I doing? Mean, How are you? Yeah, you are working already, so <laughs> yeah. I, because I joined, I, because I joined Poly after my NS. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it's only me, Eugene, and Hafi that were like sort of like figuring this whole NS thing out. Uh, but we went in during like very staggered times, also like. So we didn't exactly all go in together. I went in the last. Uh, I think Hafi was the one that went in first, then followed by Eugene. Yeah. So uh, and during 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 that two years, uh, we we still played gig. There's probably some footage of us playing like while well, we have our NS haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not 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 the best haircut. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we we still we still found the time lah somehow to play gigs. Uh, and we wanted to not let the momentum die. Uh, because we were just so, yes, we were just very passionate about it. So that 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 didn't really deter us. Yeah. Because I guess the next thing would be work and stuff like that. I want to finish NS. Um, <laughs> so you know, is that has that been easy for you guys to to just get together and, and still play, you know, do gigs, you know, write new material and stuff like that. It speak for everyone when uh I say that work is actually more more of a factor than NS. <laughs> In, yeah, it's uh, okay. It's like NS times one hundred. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, ter- in in terms of like uh yeah, just uh our our definitely our prior priorities have shifted a little bit uh since you know those like the first EP uh was launched. Um yeah, I mean even uh the uh, one of us is a is a new father, so that's a <laughs> yeah that's like a new trajectory in life. That, yeah. Yeah, we are all experiencing. So it's Hafi, by the way. Congrats, congrats. Congratulations, uh, Hafi. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> so yeah, back to answering your question. Actually, I didn't see the band as a as a as a barricade, you know. It, it was the thing that I was looking forward to most of the time. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So Fools and Liars. Was that was written before you guys went to NS or was it after NS? Uh, before. Oh, uh, okay. So you put that out and then, you know, like I said, that, that has become, I guess, your one of your signature signature songs. Uh, judging by the response I see um, online and stuff like that. You know, so um, you follow that up very quickly, I think, with uh, with the EP, Implosions. You know, could you talk about a bit about that? Like, why, why, do, you, why do you guys decide to, to do out an EP um, as opposed to just putting out singles? As you went along, uh, we we definitely love the idea of releasing things in a package. I mean, maybe we are quite traditional in 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 that sense because if we had the time and money, we would definitely love to sit down and write like a ten track album and even do like concept albums. Wow. Okay. You know, but of course, it's 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 already so difficult to to juggle everything, right? So, I guess um. Implosions was a kind of like a mishmash of whatever we wanted to do as genres and like give you a, a sample tease listen to like what we can do, like the range of things. So I, I guess like you have songs like Fools and Liars, you also have songs like Autumn, which is a bit more on the lighter side of things, a bit more um, ambient as well. And then another song like... Uh, misconception which is like super hard heavy and dark you know we were, we are trying to just kind of expand on that sound but we realized after releasing the ep that 
you know, now we, when we go and play live, we, we only have five songs to play, guys. Audiences <laughs> will be like, what's going on with this band? Why are they suddenly so happy? Or why suddenly so chill? Then suddenly they like angry, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that has, that has carried over. Now we feel like when we, you know, go and play a show, especially since like we've written the, the songs for our new EP, Magma, then um, like... We feel like, oh, okay, we have a better choice. Do we want to keep this uh, show a bit lighter? Do we want to keep it super heavy? Then we can, we can kind of mishmash everything. Well, speaking about shows, I mean, I, I'm going to put you on the spot with these next few <laughs> few questions. What was, what were you considered to be your best slash or worst gig that you guys did? Um, and what was the weirdest thing to happen to you at, at these gigs? I think Hafi wants to answer. <laughs> I, I think the worst is that gig where we only have two people watching us, right? Which gig is that? Oh, you said the OSIM one? Yeah, 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 yeah. This, the OSIM <laughs> OSIM, that's a joke. Yeah. Oh, how does that Yes, work? I remember. So, so basically, everyone was like queuing for some stuff. So no one was actually watching us. So we there's only... Uh, I think it was the marathon... Uh, like the it was like a registration event for a, a marathon. I can't remember the full name of the marathon, but it was a mm. registration event for a marathon. Yeah, yeah. So uh, apparently they had this entertainment lineup uh, where we were included in the lineup. Uh, so we were on stage performing, and somehow I think that the the organizer didn't plan it really well. So the the queue went uh, away from the stage. So, <laughs> so oh. people were, obviously people were there for the marathon. Right. <laughs> so, and only like a very select few were there to watch us. So yeah, we, had, we only had like two people watching us. Yeah, I think it was Hakim's little brother watching us, right? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. But well, we had fun though. We had fun on stage though. Yeah, yeah. This, this stage was huge. Yeah, this stage was, was huge. So it was, huge. It's bigger than like the Ignite stage. Uh, really? I think it was the same size as like a like like power stage. So where was this? This was at the Singapore Flyer. Oh, okay. Okay. And then uh yeah, we even had fans, like like not not fans, like fans of the band, but like we had fans going at us to make sure that we don't feel hot on stage yeah, uh, fans on stage are lifesaver like, <laughs> oh my God. everyone should get on that fan yeah, I think we had good lightings we had some foggings going around <laughs> it was quite it was quite crazy and and the gig played relatively well as well so we were like okay lah never mind just, just do it guys <laughs> okay. no okay um yeah our best gig i think uh i don't know if the whole band agrees but i think it's the ignite 2019 uh that probably one of the last bigger shows that we played before is it the one with shark yes yeah i agree with that i agree with it yeah so that that year the ignite we i mean we played it for the second time um and it was also the first time Hafi joined us. Because I think uh, the first time we played Ignite, 
Hafi was I was in Newcastle. Yeah, yeah was he was studying. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then, uh, yeah, when when we played that, we had a guest uh, vocalist Sharp, uh, who actually we co-wrote a song with, and then but we have yet to record that. <laughs> Uh, and then he he appeared like suddenly on stage. I mean, of course we rehearsed that beforehand, but uh, gave the audience like a bit of a like shock. Uh, <laughs> we basically played until the production team was like, "Okay, this is your last song." And then after playing the last song, everybody was still shouting for an encore. Oh, wow! But really? I don't think we had <laughs> prepared anything for an encore. <laughs> Uh yes, but but it was quite crazy lah that people were shouting encore and stuff. I never ever have have uh, expected that from any any crowd. I think the ignite crowd is has always been like the craziest. So those of you who don't know, uh, so ignite is actually a, a music festival that put up by Republic Poly students basically. You guys weren't expecting that kind of reaction. Uh, surely you would have known that you know. I think I think we are winning this crowd over. Halfway through or something like that. I think we are on we are on IEMs most of the time. We can't really hear. <laughs> <laughs> India <laughs> monitors, yes. Uh, we should definitely have a feed us like some audience mic or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it, obviously you do have fans, right? So I guess what is what has any have you ever had? Been approached by any fan like what was the weirdest thing like fans have done for you guys oh my god yes have <laughs> <laughs> no it's not weird it's just uh like very uh we didn't expect it at all like unexpected yeah that's the word mm. yeah mm. so we we went as a band to catch uh chon before yeah so you know if you know the band chon so after the show we we thought it'd be a good idea to because uh half halfy has like all the Tron vinyls. Wow. Like he's, okay. a, he's, a, he's a super <laughs> fan. fan. He's a super fan. Yeah, we, fan. Are, we are all just fans. He's like a super fan. So he, he bought our vinyls to the the, the show. Then, uh yeah, you, you want to tell them what happened? <laughs> I think we were just standing in queue and then like a couple of people, two guys came out to us and like, can we take a photo of you guys? You're all bakers in space, right? And we were like, what's going on? <laughs> Yeah, so it was it was very strange because like here we are four guys, fans of Tron, queuing up to get Hafiz vinyl signed and take a photo of them and then like two other two other people come up to us and ask for to take a, a band photo with us and I was like, okay, this is Was it two? I remember like there was a whole group like a yeah, whole group? I can't yeah, remember. Like yeah, it was. I don't think it was just two men. It was just like a whole group. So we were a bit like, whoa, okay, sure, we are in the queue for a different band, but sure, let's do it. <laughs> Did everybody else all of a sudden say to uh, screw Tron, let's just get Bakers in space to sign all the vinyls? <laughs> oh, I, I'm like, I didn't. They, they, they still wanted the Tron signature. So. <laughs> Another encounter I had was when I was working as a food panda rider, so I had to go to this vendor to collect the food. Then this lady uh, handling the counter was like, hey, because it's space, right? You Because it's space, right? So I'm like, oh, what's happening here? Uh, not bad, not bad. <laughs> <I'm> just here for the food. Yeah, so that's, that's another uh, shocking encounter, I guess. Wait, wait, this, the lady handling the food or, or distributing the food 
actually yeah. recognize you guys. Yeah. But was was she had she been to like is she one of those like super fans that goes to every single gig then you actually do you recognize her at all? Uh I saw her once in one of our gig in La Salle. So she she approached me and said, remember me from that store? And I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. See, that's a fan for life. That one you gotta cultivate that relationship. <laughs> nice. I, I yeah. just realized we, we have gone from having just fans to make us feel cool to having actual fans. Yeah. yeah but that makes yeah. you feel cool also, right? It, no. kind of, but, uh, <laughs> it's still very shocking. I, I, I also remember after that same Ignite gig, um, I was just walking by myself and then like this group of people were like, hey, Eugene, why didn't... You go you guys play misconception for the show. We were like expecting to mosh. And I was like, do you really? <laughs> Firstly, like I don't think that song is like a popular song, but for someone to to really um request that song is it means that they really have listened to us. So yeah, it felt it felt quite crazy. I remember telling the guys about it. They were like then everyone was like, Yeah, yeah, see la, never play misconception. You know, uh, that's also one thing I'm, I'm curious to, to know about you guys. Uh, you guys, like when you do your gigs and stuff like that. Um, yeah, how did you? How do you pick? You know, like what you want to do? Is it like, okay, is it because? Oh, I only have say thirty minutes, so we only can do like say five, six songs or whatever it is. Or, or do you guys just say, okay, we all, we know that these are the songs everybody always vibes to. Let's just do these tracks. Um, nowadays, um, like our mindset is because we have more songs to play, so we will definitely uh play more of our own songs, lah. Few years back, when we didn't have that many songs to play, we definitely needed to source for covers to fill up the gaps. But nowadays, especially if if we do play any gigs, uh, this year onwards. You'll definitely see us um, playing all of our originals, like or or just getting all the songs from our arsenal of our originals to play, uh, because we are releasing an EP this year. So yeah. Well, since you mentioned the EP, can, can we can we talk about can we talk yeah. a bit about that? Yep. Can you give us a, a sneak peek as to <laughs> to what to what what we can expect? Once again, we want to do more of like the the whole. We tried to do a mini concept EP la. So the the five songs are very dark themed. Like it follows a, a, a more heavier theme. Um, we use very similar guitar tones uh, throughout the the whole uh, EP. I think fuzz was used a lot. Uh, we even did like a I think a. a, a higher octave bass guitar with fuzz as one of the layers. Oh. And then we we just we were just tracking a lot of guitars now basically. Um <laughs> I think a large majority of the the sound is that you will hear is uh kind of related to misconception and like drifters from implosions. So we wanted to have a five track that was following that that same style, 
And I think the the more experimental thing we did this time round is also to have the synthesizers a bit more prominent in in the the mix. So um the opening song Kage, it's purely it was purely an instrumental song that uh, Ernest came to us with like this arpeggiated uh, synthesizer. And then um, the whole song that we wrote kind of like is how it, it is right now. We we wrote it in layers. And then when we recorded it, we were like, okay, let's introduce all the layers in layers. So it was kind of the intro song. We knew that it would be the intro song. And then uh, I think halfway through, I was like, I, I feel like it needs to have some sort of like spoken word thing. And then I tried doing spoken word, but it was a bit, it was, it was a bit tough for me. And so um, at the time, I was working with Mark Nair, who is he's the Young Artist Award winner <coughs> and <clears throat> poet. So uh, I, I, I said, Mark, are you able to just write a few lines for the, the song? And so uh, what you hear in the final product is his voice. And he also helped to write some beautiful words to kind of open the, the EP and open it with like the whole theme lyrically la, which is like to how to start over a new leaf how to change yourself as a person um how to put behind all all the bad deeds that you have done and, and uh, accept yourself for who you were in the past and, and continue as a better person towards the future yeah wow deep stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if you want somebody to write an intro like that, Mark Dyer is the guy to do. It. That's right. Yeah, he's great. His 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 poetry is great. I I, I love his stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so but, where was this uh, recorded? Oh, this was all recorded at my studio. Uh, it's just a one room studio called Saturn Sound Studio, mm, and okay. we did it all in part. So uh, the drums we fit the drums inside the, the small little room. Uh, you can see it on our Instagram. And then um, after that, we recorded guitars there also, then recorded bass there, recorded, all the vocals were recorded there. Yeah, it wasn't mixed there though. Yeah, our producer James, he mixes from his house. So very DIY, right? It was very DIY. Um, of course, Ernest and I had gone to La Salle to pursue electronic music as our major we we do dabble in the recording arts and we we definitely had uh, a lot of help from pantheon percussion and audio technica who like um provide us with the drum set and the microphones to record the ep so without them we wouldn't have the sound that we have and also james is is a it's just a mastermind behind how the recorded product ends up being so huge. Uh. I don't know how to explain it. But every time he touches something of like that we write, it, it, it just evolves into a greater form. Oh, wow. Which James is this? Which James is this? James Lai, James Lai. Ah, of course. Yes. So actually listening to that is I think I find it interesting because moving forward, I think like in 2022, I think uh, musicians and music artists really need to be self-sustaining and entrepreneurs in their own right so like very cool that you guys are like you know very diy doing everything kind of yourself and improving yourselves and doing stuff to make sure that you can do the best very self-contained la. so do you, do you see that i mean do you see the singapore scene also as as kind of going that direction 
I think it has always been that way. Uh, not not out of like want, but rather, but more out of a necessity. Cause mm. yeah, yes. we are we are so small, right? So everything uh, that we want to do music wise, we have to do it on our own. Mm. So, uh, but as far as like the, what the future may hold, uh, I think I think we will split hairs there because as the music industry grows, you will have more ghostwriters maybe yeah or more sessionists more mm. people getting involved in the art of creating music that may take away from the like the artist who is performing that piece of music may take away from you know his or her involvement in the music so but then there will still exist a lot of indie bands like us mm. that just want to do what we want to do what we want to sound like and yeah. uh, what we want to say so yeah, I think I think it will grow. It will just go like 360. Through the years, obviously, the scene has changed. So for yourselves, I mean, like, where do you see yourselves? I'm gonna put you guys in the spot. Where do you where do you see yourselves, like, you know, in the grand scheme of things, right now? That um, we are just we're just gonna keep doing what we are doing. <clears throat> um, because I think what's keeping us together is is the music and our friendship first, more than like whether or not like this music can sell or whether or not if it's if functions better or like functions more conveniently um but yeah we if it takes us five years to get small songs to get like come out we still want the the, the songs to be coming from the four of us we don't want it to be coming from other people of course like collaborations are one one off collaborations are great um but yeah we we are really i mean we see ourselves probably like being 70 year olds and like <laughs> still coming together and, and playing fools and liars until my teeth drop out or, <laughs> or like hakim play until his wrist break or something you know, like. oh my god yeah, but it's, it's really more of a friendship kind of thing, you know. We we're not going to to go crazy and like tell each other like, hey, we gotta do this, this, that to to become like one million followers on Facebook or whatever. Yeah, I think that's quite realistic, lah. Because um, I mean, I think the because of the internet and technology, I think you know it's it's a lot easier to do a lot of things, but it's also a lot harder as well. But I think right at the end of the day, it really depends on what your own personal or co- or collective goal as a as a group is like yeah for sure i mean you saw yourself at 70 years old that's fine um but where do you see yourself in the next five years <laughs> <laughs> oh well i i think now we're in a new phase of the band i suppose because number one all of us are working then uh hafi and hakim just got married you know they're they're new part of their lives uh starting out Hafi is now a dad i mean we will we will try and set aside time as as 
as always to to be what we want to be like as a band but uh yeah we'll see really it really depends like we could, anything can happen right like um, World tour. you know you won't <laughs> yeah you yeah, won't yeah. Even, yeah. <laughs> no 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 actually that's a good point because i was about to ask about playing overseas yeah we've only managed to play in uh, kl and and that was already like such a fun experience Hmm. Uh, it, it taught us a lot of things. So yeah. where where in KL did you play? Oh, uh, we played yeah. in a like I think Murda. This place called Murda. Murda Kaya. Murda Kaya. Kaya. Yeah. You said Putrajaya there. Uh, then um we also played in another like kind of like a L cube kind of space. Oh, like, yeah, it was like a loft. Yeah. Uh, it was an L cube of Malaysia. I don't know. That kind of like <laughs> okay. it's a gig underground gig space lah. Okay. okay. Yeah. That was a really cool space. Both. Yeah. Both areas. Um. They had a decent like digital mixer. So um, but I guess the FOH system is is a bit, a bit wonky. How do you mean? We 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 thoroughly enjoy ourselves because like the crowd they really like listening to us for the first time you know and and mm. being in Singapore it's like. Yeah, you will see the same faces. People will be maybe they will be like, "Oh, I, I know the music," or like, "I'm Singaporean. I'm just gonna like, I know the music. I'm just gonna sit down, fold my arms, and and be emotionless." Yeah. <laughs> uh, or yeah, but then when we were in Malaysia, like you know, yeah. they are they are genuinely a bit crazier. They don't really care about who you are. They will just listen to it and and move their bodies to how they are feeling. So the the reaction was very genuine, and then uh, when we went to KL, we also had one of our friends Sulaiman, who followed us around, and he was like going around uh, taking videos of people after the show, and like a lot of people's comments and feedback were like very very positive. It was it was like just after watching us for thirty minutes, like you know they are, they are so nice. It's very heartwarming lah to go somewhere and and you feel like like everyone is kind of familiar there. Everyone. Sort of speaks the same accent, but then everybody is actually a stranger to you. So you still feel out of place. But the fact that they accept you, and the fact that they are just willing to listen to your music, uh, regardless of who you are and and where you came from, that's that's really nice. So every Singapore band, I always say must play overseas, right? Because if you are so used to Singapore and how Singaporeans respond, right, then you are not seeing the big picture. Once you go overseas and you play for people who don't know you, never heard of you, right? And they just respond genuinely, like you say, to the music. You're really, truly your eyes open, you know? It's like, whoa, yeah. this is what it is. <laughs> it was basically the year we released the EP. And right. Then we played, right. We played Babies that year. We played Ignite. And then we did the tour in KL. Yeah, after that, after that we, we took the 2018 and 2019 to, to do two singles and then after that we decided to write Magmala. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to I have to ask you about this because I, I was going to go down to, to watch you guys do the launch of Magma. And then of course sadly the, the show the show got the show got cancelled. Can you can you talk about that? Are you are you guys uh okay? So it was about? it was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I had contact contracted the big C. Right. <laughs> and yeah, so no choice, right? Gotta mm, yeah. be 
Yeah, just just gotta be wary lah. Yeah, so I mean technically I could still play because they had this weird ruling that on day seven, uh, no matter like what status you are, you mm-hmm. can go out because you are even if you test positive, you can go out and you can do the normal things that people do, uh, yeah. because you are considered not infectious anymore. Yeah. But I'm not putting that risk, man. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's tough, lah, right? It's tough. I mean, it's quite stressful, right? If anything happens after that, then you're like, oh no. <laughs> uh, and I mean, we are. Um, James was uh was supposed to play. Uh, uh, he he was supposed to play bass because uh, Haki couldn't make it. So yeah, and and James uh also has a kid, and so I I just you know there's just so many points of uh. So many areas where I can potentially spread it to, you know. So I, I just decided, like, hey, we should call it off, like, as early as we can, lah. So, yeah, and I, I'm glad we did. And and uh, Liu actually uh replaced us, and yeah, it was great. We could have like asked for a better replacement. Yeah. Now with the the EP coming out, I mean, are you guys gonna do a bigger show? Also now, I mean, since since it seems that all the 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 SMMs are being relaxed, right? Yeah. Yep, the management, yep. uh, safe, safe management measures here are being relaxed a bit. They allow more people to get out there now. Um, we, I mean, are you guys, where? so when can we see you? When, we want to see you guys next, lah. so when, 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 yeah. when will that be happening? Yep, yep. Uh, well, we, we have been thinking of, of organizing our own show, but uh, funding is, is a, an issue there. So maybe if any corporation would love to have us play <laughs> then you know we, we would we would definitely say yes lah. but i think uh maybe q q3 is always the the more hot period of the year where a lot of gigs are happening so yeah hopefully we we get a, a show then um but in the meantime we actually already have some new songs in the works we have one new song in the works that, that we hope to uh, continue on and, and and do another set of songs, mm. hopefully very soon. Because um, Magma, you know, we, we wanted to release it 2020 and mm. we are already mm. in 2022. Right. <laughs> By the time you guys hear it, we actually have heard this song for many years. Really. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that, that's a that's big problem now, right? That's what's happening, yeah. So yeah. this year, this year, of course, we'll play as many shows as we can. But I think uh, another big focus is to write more songs. Mm-hmm. And and we are going to do this in a, a, a fancier method because probably I'm going to be recording bass at Hafi's house so that he can record bass halfway and go sayang his kid. At <laughs> Brilliant. Good idea. <laughs> The other thing also I realized also I, I, I if I recall right I think was it last year or earlier that you had some hacking issue. Is that oh, correct? Yeah. Your Facebook page. So what was the status <laughs> of that? It was. Uh, what happened? What happened? Yeah. It was two weeks before the Esplanade gig actually, and then I was I was I was on a social media break, so I logged out of my Facebook for like the entire month of uh, December, and then suddenly my brother sends me a screenshot saying that Bakers in Space has now changed its name to some Vietnamese name. I, I don't know. Krong, Krong, Krong or something. Krong, Krong. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my and then god. I was like, 
this can't be real, right? So I try logging on to my Facebook and the password has been changed. And I, I took I spent one whole day logging back into my Facebook account. Then during that process, Hafi and Hakim both told me that they had been removed as admin to the Facebook page. And uh, when I logged back into my Facebook account, all, all my stuff was still there. I was also no longer in access to the Facebook page. But I was also in some weird, like many Facebook pages that were in Vietnamese selling like snake oil products. Oh, uh, dear. I have gotten rid of all of the Vietnamese like pages that I'm involved in, like after the hack. But uh, the Facebook page, we are still in the midst of uh, regaining it back. Facebook is quite, uh, quite new in, you know, in terms of like, like things that you want to know whether confirm who you are before they, they give you access back to the page so it's taking some time but you never considered like snake oil as a side hustle for the <laughs> band kind of thing buy the ep get a snake oil free kind of thing. <laughs> oh I, she was probably the, the the lady who hacked our account she was probably doing more marketing for us than we had ever done because <laughs> <laughs> like free pr man like a lot of people were asking like hey is this like actually intentional then, <laughs> like of course in our heads we're like how is this how is any of this intentional <laughs> it's a stunt it like, cool, uh. <laughs> yeah 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 you know <laughs> bakers in space has sold out but in the wrong way <laughs> yeah man you should print like bakers in space like stickers in vietnamese just to mess with everyone oh my yeah, god exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah right yeah Right, why not, right? Make the most of it, right? Yeah. yeah. Right, you know, you know the, the whole cliche about when life gives you lemons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make stickers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so maybe, maybe next stop big in Vietnam, man. Yeah, you never know. Maybe you guys, oh, man, yeah. if you go to, you know, you go to Ho Chi Minh, you go to, you know, yeah, never discount, idea, never idea. discount that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, or, or going back to Malaysia again, I mean, since you guys had such a good time, it might be, that that that, that could be a, a fun way to reconnect, you know. Yeah, we, 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 we have been overseas as a band to Malaysia, and then um, we went uh, to Australia together in Melbourne to catch Arctic Monkeys. Wow, okay, nice, cool. Nice. Um, and then we also went to, to Thailand together to, to catch like a music festival, Bangkok. And right. then, you know, like all of these, um, trips as a band, like they, they really like keep us excited, lah, you know, keep us, it bonds us together more. Lah. And, and I think like it, it gives us that inspiration, like, Hey, if if there's a chance, right? Not only just like go and play, but go and enjoy holiday. That's true, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since you mentioned all these fans approaching and stuff, so let's say after when we get back to gigging or something, and a fan comes up to you and say, "Hey, man, I love what you guys are doing, but I also I also want to form a band like this." You know, what what kind of advice you want to give these people? Go for it. Yeah. It's all about having fun first. I mean, the fun factor is important. Uh. I mean, yeah, you yes, know yes, what yeah. you do. Yeah. Then you're like forcing yourself to play music just because oh I want to be this person or this bad person and then the the 
uh, relationship with your friends are all like just because you want to get the fame and stuff. I don't think that's like worthy lah. I think the like what Eugene mentioned earlier, the friends, the 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 relationship value is is the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. So just go out lah, go do it and have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, you know as we are talking, right? I think and and also what 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 Hakim is saying, I think what we kind of need to kind of get back because obviously we've lost that to a certain extent in the last two years, is that sense of community, right? Because I think as a music scene, right, that's something that's gone missing lah. Because we've never got the chance to kind of meet up again. Because like even like this group here, like like I said, from Eugene, I know him from you know. From the roses, and you know, they did roses did a show when I was doing something with baby with babies. If you do remember, like a couple of years ago now, right? And even like you know, you know, your producer is James, and James like basically you know like played on my one of my EPs in two o eight, right? He was like a kid, <laughs> right? He was a little boy back then, you know. So it's like it's such a small community, right? But that's I think one of the most important things that we kind of support one another, we continue to build uh, build these uh, ties and these bonds that we do have with the local community. Like, I mean, that's one of the things why, we, one of the reasons why we did this podcast to begin with. Like. Well, I guess as a band, you guys have been through quite a, quite a few things as well, like, you know, uh, not just NS, but also now, like you said, the new phase of your life um, and also having to deal with COVID and all these other things. What would say? What would you say then? Is the best thing, or all the worst thing about being in Vegas in space? Oh, Hafi, what do you want to say? Like <laughs> <laughs> I, the best thing about being in Vegas in space, I think the communication is is quite easy. It's 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 easy to just uh, PM Eugene, PM Manas, and PM Akil about what I think about the band. And I think that's the best thing about the band. It's, it's the friendship value. It's like I can just say anything what I want to say about the band to those individuals. And about the worst. <laughs> From me. Yeah. I think the worst thing is the uh, traveling to Eugene's house from Yishun. <laughs> the constant traveling. Yeah. I, I'm I'm staying in the east, so. Oh. So oh. it's, it is quite far for, for both <laughs> Hakim and, and Hafi. The, the amount of times they, they got caught in the rain on their bikes. Uh, just too many times. Oh no. Yeah, that's the worst, <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I guess I guess this is this will be it from, from us. Um, you know, just want to thank you guys for yeah, thanks a lot, man. Taking time out seriously to, to come and do this to this podcast. Oh, this, was, this was very fun. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, yes. no, no, man. Thank it, you for having us. It's it's Thanks. people like you that, that will help keep us going. Uh, yep. <laughs> no, seriously, I mean I I want to encourage you all to keep going because I'm glad that you have that friendship because I think that's what the will kind of bind you all together and you know because you know Singapore being a musician is it's tough, lah. Basically, I think you all know that, right? But you know, you do it for the love of it. You do it because, okay, the cliche, the passion, right? But the most important thing, of course, I always believe is the work. And the thing is, I want to say to you is that your music is great, all right? And I enjoy listening to your music. So that should be always what drives you forward. 
and and, and and just to make, just make better music, make better music all the time. And I really hope to hear. Looking forward to your EP and looking forward to seeing seeing you guys live, hopefully soon. Thank yeah, you. yeah, same. Yeah. Thank Thanks, you. man. That means a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you again for Thanks like I said lot. for coming coming on to do this, man. Yeah. And, and yeah, we'll see you soon in the future for for Magma and the new and the newer songs. Yep. Yes. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks very much. Thank you. Bye. See you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Y'all. Bye. What a what a fun bunch of guys. It's good. It's good. It's good to to see the connections that they have. Yeah. 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 And also nice to see that they are. I mean, they still they still plan to do stuff. Like I said, sometimes things happen. Yeah. And they're yeah. And they're good band. We do, we wouldn't want to lose them or lose the music. Mm, mm, you see, mm. and because like we don't have that many kinds of many bands that are like play that kind of music. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, don't. That, that, that was what I was. I mean, yeah, yeah very melodic, a bit, you know, experimental as well. But yeah. great pop song, great pop songs, and they go psychedelic. They go, you know, they cover. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they're not afraid to, you yeah, know, to, yeah. to branch so out into the different. How uh, many, how many bands can you think of now? New bands who are like not, not more than five years old mm-hmm. in Singapore. They are doing that. I can't think of many, you know. Mm. Uh, yeah. So thanks, thanks very much again to Bakers and Space uh, for for coming on the pod, and yep. uh, thank you guys for listening in and tuning in. <laughs> tuning. I keep saying tuning in. Just, just, just logging in. Anachronism, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, anachronism. Yeah, thank you guys in. for listening. Thanks to... for turning the dial. <laughs> yeah, but but thanks a lot for for tuning into this this episode. We hope you like it. We hope you guys get inspired by these stories that these bands are, are telling. And um, yeah, if you want to follow um, Bakers in Space, get on their Instagram. They are also on. On all on on the tube, the YouTube. I don't know about yeah. The, maybe maybe the maybe Facebook, maybe Facebook test later Facebook, 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 Facebook still problematic. Uh, yeah, but, problematic, but definitely on Instagram, YouTube, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's where you get all the updates and you can check out yeah. the music and yeah, and whatever they put up there, their yep, songs yep, and stuff yep. like that as well. Uh, and of course, um, on Spotify, you can find their music on Spotify. Um, same as where you can find this podcast. Yeah. Uh, and we're also on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Red Circle, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so do, if you like this episode, do give us a shout out, do, do give a like, do follow, do subscribe, subscribe to this podcast. Share, share with comment. your friends, tell your friends all about this. Uh, yeah. You know what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We also want to uh, just, just as a quick shout out to, to Dino for helping. Uh, yes. A shout out to this pod. So thanks very much, Dino. Thank really, you know. really appreciate it. Yeah. Yep. Hopefully, we can get to see Dino and his band, Force Vomit, uh, get out there sometime soon as well. Yep. So, um, I think that's it for us. And that's it, it just leaves us to say um, bye. Ciao.